Well, here we are, episode 110 of the Majors Mess Up podcast. Before we get started, obviously, you know, we can't ignore the elephants in the room. Scott is no longer with us. Um, we're going up, we're going about this now, just me, Todd and Craig. Uh, they are obviously with me now, guys. You want to say hey? Uh, howdy. And uh, we, we didn't know how to approach this. And we figured you know, we didn't want to just not acknowledge it at all because that wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be fair to Scott not to acknowledge it. It wouldn't be fair to our listeners not to give them an explanation. And so we figured we would talk a little bit about it because, um, you know, there is two sides to every story. And uh, we get a pretty good idea of what his, his side of the story is um, to a certain extent. So we figured we'd just we'd give our side of the story. So basically, um, it's not any secret to a lot of you that um, Scott has, has not been 100% involved with the podcast for a, a while now. He's missed a number of episodes, uh, showed up late. Um, one of our more recent episodes, he didn't show up at all and we didn't know what was going on. He just decided he was going to sleep and not show up. Um, and this has been going on for almost two years. You know, it's uh, it's nothing new. Uh, I remember us having similar problems last Christmas, actually, in Christmas 2018. So it's been going on for a long time. We we don't fully know why. I, I can only assume that he just gets bored of things, and this was just one of the things he got bored of. But instead of walking away, he just chose to just become very difficult with um, everything that we were doing, uh, particularly everything that I would suggest. And um, he just it was just everything was was a problem. Like I'd ask him to take some photos, I'd ask us all to take some photos, to, you know, for something to post online, and he'd have a problem with it. You know. Um, it, it could be something as simple as, uh, you know, I make a, a theme tune for one of our features and he'd have a problem with it. Oh, it's too long. Oh, you, you shouldn't have done that. And it's like, any idea how long I've just spent making that? You know, so it, just, it was really frustrating. And I feel like um, he probably wanted the limelight a little bit more than he was getting. And, and that's probably one of the reasons to why he's gone. Um, as a lot of you will know, he started up his own podcast now and he's he's made it very very obvious and uh, a very big point that uh, this is uh, his podcast and he's the only host and uh, yeah that, that's just how it seems to come across I mean we're all really hurt by this like this is not an easy thing for any of us um, especially for me like me and, me and Scott were really close so for this to happen is um, it's a real kick in the teeth when it's one of your close friends like I, I've no idea where the friendship stands at this point um, we aren't really talking very much um i have reached out to him sent him messages on whatsapp um the last one i sent was about two weeks ago and he hasn't even opened it yet so um and yeah i don't know if you guys want to just add something to that well i'm just like just so upset and just really confused as to why he's done this i mean all the brilliant times that we've all had in canada pub crawls you know, the, the pictures for the, the podcast and all that, all the laughs we've had. And he's just like, he's just gone. I mean, by the looks of it, he probably doesn't want to be friends with us anymore, like, to all of us. Does his own podcast. Like, just, just didn't care, did he? And it's just... I think... It's, the, just, it's just like, it's just, it's just upsetting. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just really baffled. The big, the big thing was that, like, it, it was really weird how he left. Like we 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 did a, we did a Christmas video where it was messages. I got I asked everybody to send me a video message, and I was going to compile it into a video and put it out there. Todd did it straight away. Craig did it straight away. Typical of Scott. He made us wait about five days before he bothered to do it. He did it on a Friday, 
and sent it to us. And in the video, he says things like, can't wait for the new year. Like, I'm really sorry I haven't been around. Like, you guys have probably noticed I've been distant. Well, can't wait for the new year. Big things coming up for Majors Mess Hall. We put the video out and the next day he quits. And we had had, we'd had a chat the day before that or a couple of days before he, we, he sent me the Christmas video. And he was particularly upset with me because I had took it upon myself to um, go into our T-shirt website <clears throat> and change over some of the, uh, some of the settings. We, of course, we sell our merchandise on, uh, on teespring.com. And it was all set up. His PayPal email was, was, was signed up to it and everything was signed up in his name. And as you know, you know, again, just shows that he, his lack of interest. It was almost two years and he still hadn't sent those two T-shirts he promised to two of our listeners. And I decided I was going to do that. So I went in and I had to change around some of the features so I could order the T-shirts um, as a sample. Because you can order, as, as uh, you know, the people that sell the T-shirts, we can order samples and it's, it's a cheaper rate. So I went in to do that and I didn't bother telling him about it because he just wasn't around. He wasn't making himself available for us to talk to. He was ignoring our messages. And he was upset that I did that, and um, and we we got past it. We were we were set to to talk about it on the Saturday, which was the day after he sent us that Christmas video, and we were going to have a chat. We we're going to literally lay it all on the line and talk about our problems. And he randomly sent a text message on the Saturday daytime saying, um, "I've decided after thinking about this for a long time, uh, I don't want to be part of Major Smashville anymore, and I'm leaving." And um, all three of us wished him the best. Like we, we, we figured it was probably for the best after struggling with him for a long time, um, for the best for him as well. So he wasn't becoming stressed. And before we even had a chance to, a chance to process that information, he then went on social media, like five minutes after telling us, he told everybody else that he quit and that don't worry, there's stuff in the pipeline. You haven't heard the last from me, you know, I'm going to be back and you know, don't worry. And we were just like kind of stunned, like what the hell? And then he just stopped talking to us. I got I got the impression in that status that it just felt like happiness. That, yeah. Like he was like he was glad he's doing his own and just just left ours. Well, the the other of course the other thing that this was the real kick in the teeth was that um, he actually we found out that um, he he put out the, his first tweet on his new podcast Twitter page the same day he quit our podcast on the same day. So he already had all that set up when he quit, and we didn't know anything about that. So th- that was upsetting. I mean, Todd, I don't know if you want to shed some, you know, tell people how you're sure. feeling. Sure, sure. I'll. Uh, well, I've been trying to process this now because um, none of it makes sense. I mean, he quit a couple days before Christmas, and we were on a break until after the first of the year. So I don't know why he chose a couple days before the holiday. To break the news to us um but basically the whole thing goes i've known scott for a long time before the podcast even started i talked to him for a long time uh, considered ourselves to be good friends and the whole time uh when i came on as a host i felt like that's where kind of the, the catalyst of the friction began um and again this is just my own personal opinion and i kept messaging scott individually and saying you know if you have a problem with me joining as a host just say so because you three guys it's been your podcast and i only want to come in to add to it i don't want to replace anybody i don't want to feel like i'm anybody's got to step aside and make room for me i'll gradually and slowly you know find my mark in it 
and he kept telling me, no, I don't have a problem. It's, it's so totally cool. Um, but then it's like afterwards is when he just started losing more interest. And I, again, I don't know if it's where he felt like now he had to share the limelight with another guy and it was less on him. Um, but he used to message me like all the time when he'd be at work or something, he'd just message me out of blue and say, Hey, what's up? We talk about wrestling. We talk about all kinds of stuff. And, um, probably in the last month and a half, the only time I heard about from him is after he quit the podcast, he went to the Polly Shore show, uh, for Matt Hatters, um, which he, you know, is involved with and works with. And he basically just messaged me and said, Hey, I'm hanging out with Polly Shore and it's really cool because he's, uh, you know, showing me his joke book and he's asking my opinion on certain jokes and stuff. And, and oh, yeah, you, uh, you, sent me, me his you, you sent me the yeah, screenshot, I, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Cause I thought, well, you know, he, he's finally doing what he wants. So I, I took a screenshot of it and sent it to you. Just be like, Hey, look, you know, good for Scott. He's, he's rubbing elbows with uh, celebrities and he's working hard for mad hatters. And this is cool. So, um, I thought it was a good thing. And then he deleted the message like right after that, probably 10 minutes later, deleted all the messages and I haven't heard from him since. So I was just like, okay, that's kind of weird and strange and different, but whatever. Um, but it's, it's almost like the way he handled things. I had he, I, I, I felt we were friends. So had he come to me as a friend and just said, Hey, look, I'm not enthusiastic about doing a podcast anymore. I'm thinking about doing something else. I'm more involved with Mad Hatters. Maybe I'll do something with them. It, it, it would have been totally cool with me. And I would have been like, yeah, man, it, you know, you, you've, you've done this. We've made it successful. If you're getting bored and you want a new challenge, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But every time I went to him and asked him, like, you know, is there something going on? Is there something you need to talk about? He would say, no, it, it, everything's fine. I'm looking forward to getting back into the podcast full time and um then when he you know he quits via group text didn't even bother to call us or send any of us an individual well, that's text. It. We, were, we were due to skype you know, that night with him we were due to have right. a skype comments that he could have told us on skype right. so if he was unhappy about something he could have aired all that out in the call and um then that way we could have been like okay now that you've made this decision and and again we support your decision. How do you want us to handle this? How do you want us to break the news that, okay, he's left the podcast to pursue other things? But it's like he never gave us any of that. I almost feel like it's a um, like a relationship when you're involved with somebody and you think things are going great and you got pictures on Facebook and Instagram. And then you go to one of your buddies and you're like, hey, you know, me and so-and-so is doing good. And they say, really? Well, according to her Instagram, she's dumped you and here's her new guy and you open it up. And next thing you know, she's blocked you and you're not in a relationship anymore. And here's a new guy she's dating that she's, you know, been with for months. And you're like, well, that's awkward. Okay. That's kind of how I feel about it. That it just seems like he was getting something else going into works and leaving us in the dark about it, which again is fine. But at the same time, it would have just been nice for him to be upfront and honest about it and say, I'm bored with the podcast. I want to do my own thing and focus on these topics uh, that I feel more comfortable discussing and um, that I really want to, you know, highlight and 
um, any of us, all three of us were friends of his and would have been like, okay, you know, great. We wish you the best <clears throat> would have, you know, helped him out any way we could. But now it's just like, um, he's just gone. That's it, <laughs> so but... he just like left and just boom, vanished. And now it's like it, Major's Mess Hall never even existed in yeah. his world. And, you know, if it wasn't for Major's Mess Hall, he wouldn't even have the Mad Hatter's connection to be doing his new thing with all the celebrities because it's because of Major's Mess Hall that he talked to Mad Hatter's. So it's almost like he, you know, used us for what he needed. And once he saw that we were no longer uh, an asset to him, uh, he just kicked us to the curb and uh, left. But It's really weird, but it's important for, for me and for you guys as well that the listeners understand that we tried our best with him. And he will probably tell you that we didn't, but we really did. He came to us in August. He didn't come to us, actually. We came. We went to him in August, and we said, what's going on? August 2019, what's going on, Scott? We can tell something wrong. And he told me, and he sent me a voice note, and I sent it to these guys so they heard it themselves. And this is the thing. There's proof to document everything we're saying here. There's, te- there's screenshots, fucking voice notes. Like It's all there. It's not like we're making any of this up. He, come, he, he turns around and he says to us, I'm bored of the podcast. I've just become bored of it. And when I said, well, if you're bored of it, we need to do something about that. We need to maybe switch things up a little bit, change things around. Like, we need to do something to so that you're not bored of it anymore. I said, also, you can leave at any point. Don't feel like you have to do something you don't want to do. And he said, no, no, I'm not going anywhere. And uh, uh, it's probably just me. Um, I, you know, maybe it's just, the, I've just been in a funk lately. And I said, okay, well, we're here to talk to you if you want to talk to us. And Craig and Todd, they both sent voice messages as well of encouragement to Scott to say, we're here for you if you need us. You know, all you've got to do is be honest with us. We're not mind readers. Let us know what's going on and we'll work together. And I also said to him, why don't you take three months off? Take three months off the podcast. Go and clear your head and come back with a fresh a fresh attitude and let's go for it. And he said, no, I don't want to do that. So we literally did. every. There's nothing else we could have done differently. When I asked about, well, I want to bring Todd in as a host. And I'll be honest, I wanted to bring Todd in as a host because I didn't have a, I didn't have a wingman anymore. Scott had gone, he'd been distant. Craig's always been Craig, he's never been any, any difference the whole time I've known him, my whole life. He's always been like that, and we knew that going into this. Scott was always my wingman, we did everything together. We used to, you know, do, we put Twitter on a 24-hour clock, like, I'd work, because he sleeps in the day because he works nights. So I'd be on on it on Twitter, you know, you know, uh, networking in the daytime, and then when I was asleep, he was doing it, and we'd do it in turns, like, it was brilliant, it really worked well together. And that stopped. So I brought Kelly in, you know, we all know Kelly. Kelly came in and she literally started posting things on our social media for us to pick up from where Scott wasn't, you know, wasn't doing it. So I had help from Kelly to make up from Scott's lack of interest. And then as for a host, somebody to bounce ideas off, I brought Todd in and Scott was against it at first. And I don't know why, but he's just, we don't need anyone else. And I was like, well, me and Craig really want him to be part of it. He's been part of it for a long time anyway. I was like, he drove so many fucking miles to be with us from Maine to Chicago. Like, the guys showed his commitment. You know, the listeners like him. Why wouldn't we do this? And he didn't want to do it. And I said, okay, well, we need to come up with... I said, we're not going to do a vote because you're already outvoted because me and Craig want him in. What we'll do is we will give it six months and we'll bring him in every now and then as a guest host and we'll see how he does. So we did that for six months. And I I asked about 20, between 20 and 25 of our listeners, what do you guys think of Todd as a host? Be, Be brutally honest. Every single one of them said they loved him and that he gelled really well with us and it was a great idea to bring him on. I sent screenshots of all 25, 20 to 25, uh, you know, messages of everyone to Scott and I said, listen, this is this is how it is. 
And he was like, okay, fine. So we went ahead, and, and to me, things were okay. Like, you know, because we'd done the whole six-month th- thing, and Scott himself had seen that, you know, it actually did work, and why wouldn't we do this? It was fine, but I don't know. It's it's just like constantly making up for his lack of interest. That's all it seems to have been. I asked for photographs. I said, I want to do this Trailer Park Boys thing where we're all holding up a piece of Trailer Park Boys merchandise, and I want to show, you know, we've got a lot of Trailer Park Boys fans on our Facebook page. I wanted to make that connection, like, we're Trailer Park Boys fans too. Like, you know, show us what you guys have got. I asked for photos. Craig sent his, Todd sent his, Scott straight away. Oh, I've done enough pictures, you don't need any more. I was like, it's a fucking selfie with a bottle of fucking Lickermans. Like, what? why can't you just take a photo? You've got T-shirts with Trailer Park Boys on it. Why can't you wear one of them? Oh, everything's packed away in boxes. And I was like, you, can't, you seriously can't dig something out just for a picture. And it's just constantly arguing about, you know, the T-shirts were another thing, sending the T-shirts. It's almost fucking two years and he still hadn't sent them. I've now That's sent them. I've had to send them now. It's cost me money to send T-shirts out of my pocket. It's not cheap. You know, but this, this is what it was like. He just didn't, he had no interest. Again, the, the whole thing with me was I, I kept reaching out to him the whole time I was coming in and I kept saying at any time, if you feel threatened or you feel like I'm trying to replace you, say something and I'll step back and go back into my role of just being a, a guest from time to time, adding my little, you know, comedy bits here and there. And he kept saying, no, 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 I, I'm totally fine with it. You know, there's no problem, man. And I kept saying, again, if at any time I, I don't want to feel like the guy that comes in and, and pushes you out because that was never my intention, that, that I, I don't want to do that. Because I, I've I've been in situations in comedy groups before and and doing things and in theater where, where someone comes in and tries to push someone that they see as a creative threat or or a, you know someone that's going to steal their thunder or whatever and it, it's you know it, it just doesn't work well so I I would rather have the 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 three of you guys host and me just be a guest like it was rather than me coming in pushing him out and feel like. He had to leave because I was trying to take over because that was definitely not the case. So no, it was never the case. I never wanted to replace Scott with Todd. That was I, I just needed the wingman, and I, I wasn't getting it from Craig, and I wasn't getting it from Scott anymore. And I needed somebody. I needed that other person to bounce ideas off, and the, the, that enthusiasm. And uh, Todd was showing that enthusiasm, so I figured, well, let's bring him in. Let's do this. And and it worked. It worked great. Scott had such a great like spot on our podcast. The listeners loved him. He fit in well. Like you know, he was you know, admittedly he was a butt of a lot of the jokes, but he went along with it. Like he he was for for the most part, it was a good sport. That's what this podcast is. It's one big. It's antagonizing each other. It's just like four friends in the pub, just poking fun at each other, and that's what us Brits do. You know, Craig is used to me. He knows what I'm like, and I've always, I've never been any different. You know, and <laughs> Craig deals with it well. Craig dished it out to Scott too. Todd dished it out to Scott. I did. Dick Johnson did. Bertie did. You know, I mean, that one of our fucking funniest moments is Bertie calling him salmon nipples. So, you know, we all, we all just kind of prod and poke fun at each other. But he just wanted to. He he didn't want that. He wanted to be the cool host, and now he is. And we wish him all the best with his podcast. Craig, anything right. to add? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the more I've got mixed feelings. Like, I just don't know what to say. I mean, it's... yeah, I think that says it all, mate. Anyway, listen, we are going to move on. We're going to start the podcast now. 
with a brand new this we've got a fresh look we've got a brand new logo <clears throat> and we are literally raring to go we're so excited to show you guys what we've been working on we, me and Todd have been working on a, a comedy skit we're going to be um, showcasing today and uh, yeah let's get started this is uh, Major's Mess Hall Hey everyone, this is Gavin. Hey everybody, this is Todd. And I'm Craig. Well, here we are. This is it now, guys. Brand new, fresh look to Major's Messo. We've got a new logo. We've got, a, as you just heard there, a brand new theme tune, which I'm really excited about. I love it. I love that. It sounds like Craig singing. <laughs> it's actually not. It's actually uh, it's our friend Mikey Ward, who, who he just, I mean, he's a, the guy's amazing. He's done so much for us lately, but he uh, that's his voice, and it's it's him singing our theme tune anyway. And, of course, we still feature in there. Um, the reason why we started this podcast, of course, which we can't forget, which was Dave, um, Dave Leonard, a.k.a. Major, uh, who passed away. Um, that's him that says, uh, hey, welcome to Major's Mess Hall. That's actually his voice. So we, we, I wanted to make sure that was still in, and it is. So, yeah, so we've been working on some stuff. We do have a guest. We have uh, Mike B. If you guys remember Mike B when he came in and told us about shooting a raccoon in his kitchen. <laughs> um, he's a crazy guy, and uh, he's going to come in and have a chat with us. And that's something I want want to do. Like, we've got a lot of really talented and funny people that come on as guests every now and then. And I want to, I really want to, like, kind of emphasize that this year and bring them on a little bit more often and make them kind of regular guests. So we're, we're still going to stick with Cove Boy. Um, you know, Wes might pop in. Uh, from time to time to have a little chat with us. Um, but yeah, we've got some really fun people, and Mike B is one of them, so we're going to be talking to him shortly. Um, but let's just start with talking about what we've been up to. Obviously, we've had Christmas and stuff. Like, how was that for you guys? I worked. Fucking hell, Christmas Day! <laughs> uh, yeah, the only, the, only, the only day I had off was uh, New Year's Day. Fucking hell, wow. why did you work Christmas Day? I know. No, well, why? Oh, you know, you don't know. Work for some fucking slave drivers, man. Yeah, I was, I was hoping to get Boxing Day off, but work won't let me. So he said that uh, you can have New Year's Day off yourself. So I said, okay, I said okay to that. What the fuck is Boxing Day? For <laughs> <laughs> Do you sit around and discuss with Lennox Lewis or what? I actually don't know what it means, but I always, when I was a kid, I always assumed it was a day when you'd like you open all your presents on Christmas Day. Boxing Day was a day you like you. You pack all the shit away and get rid of it. Like that was, I get it. I mean, that's what it is for me because I, I live in Canada, which is similar climate to where Todd is in Maine in the US. Like, if it's a nice day on box, the day after Christmas Day, which is Boxing Day, I take all the outside decorations down the day after Christmas because if it snows, you're fucked. All your fucking inflatables and all your lights that you've got lit up outside, they all get right. buried in the snow, and then once they're wet, you can't you can't bu- tie them up and put them away because they're right. wet. You ain't getting that shit up until like May. Yeah, that's what I'm. And people, there's people around here now because we had a big, we had a snowstorm the other day. 
it's all fucking buried now, and it's gonna be buried. So oh, yeah. I, I put you my stuff got away. Hose bad on that storm. Yeah. So I got a message from Cowboy said he was shoveling like a foot of snow. He see, he messaged me the other day and he goes because he got the storm the day after we did in Newfoundland. Right. And he goes going out to shovel now, and I said, oh yeah, good luck. And then he came back in about an hour later, and he's like, gonna head back out to shovel now. And I was like, oh okay. So he goes back out and then comes in again. And then about an hour after that, he goes, heading back out to shovel. I said, fucking hell, what's going on? He goes, well, it's, it's, it's still snowing. And I said, well, don't, why are, you, why are you shoveling it when it's still snowing? And he goes, yeah, good point. And I said, yeah, there's no point. Wait till it finishes and then go out. And he goes, yeah. And then uh, he goes, I'm going to go out and shovel. And I said, fucking hell. So I give up. So he went out and shoveled. And then he come back in about 20 minutes later and he goes, you know what? I think you're right. I'm going to leave it now and wait until it stops. I said, yeah, fucking hell. Good. Maybe just wanted to shovel four inches at a time, you know, keep ahead of the game. <laughs> so, yes, we give up in the end. But, no, that that's what Boxing Day is. It's just, it obviously has a meaning, but to me, it's just boxing stuff up. I always thought uh, it was something to do with, like, retail stores, like the big box stores having a big, like, after Christmas sell or something. And well, that, That's another thing as well, yeah. Like, things go on sale and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, but, but again, not being, you know non-american where we don't we don't give a fuck about that shit so uh, i i just never really knew what boxing day was okay so. uh, we, we've got we've I've googled it it says boxing day is a holiday it's not a fucking holiday is a holiday celebrated the day after christmas day it originated in the united kingdom and is celebrated in a number of countries that previously formed part of the british empire boxing day is on the 26th of december although the attached bank holiday or public holiday may take place either on that day or two days later um, in parts of Europe such as Romania da, 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 da. it doesn't doesn't actually fucking say well, what the fucking use is that I typed in what is boxing day <laughs> oh there so, are uh, it's, it's a holiday there are competing theories to the origins uh, of the original term none of which is definitive the Oxford English Dictionary gives the earliest um, attestations from Britain in the 1930s, defining it as the first weekday after Christmas Day, observed as a holiday on which postmen, errand boys, and servants of various kind uh, kinds ex- expect to receive a Christmas box. Okay, fair enough. Let's settle with that. There's more jargon there, but I'm not reading it. Anyway, move it. Craig, just going back to what you're saying. Why did you wear Christmas Day? Why didn't you say picked. no? You should have said no. You could have said no. Well. I don't bothered. Do you clean in toilets yeah, on I Christmas just, Day? I still get up, I open my stuff, and then I go back to work. And then when I come home, I I, I have my me, uh, me Christmas dinner. I have to heat it up, right? But... Oh, microwave. <laughs> oh, that's fucking... Oh, man. <laughs> what, do you have the Hungry Jack fucking Christmas dinner, or what? Well, Jan's mum made it, so I was at hers that night, so... Uh, oh, okay. So she kept it for me, heated it up, and so it was all right. Oh, sitting there, on, I bet you had it on your knee, didn't you, while you're watching TV? No, I had, on, I had on the table. On your own? Yeah. Oh, imagine Craig sitting there on his own with a Christmas hat on, eating fucking Christmas oh, dinner. Oh, like tiny Tim. All that shit. Like Tiny Tim and Bob Cratchit here. That's a sad fucking mental picture I know. I'm having. Jesus Christ. God bless us, everyone. And what about you, Todd? How was Christmas with you? Oh, it was phenomenal. I uh, didn't work Christmas Day. I worked early Christmas Eve so I could have time to go, you know, and and uh, get ready for Christmas. And Christmas, my wife blew me away because 
It's Screw you, eh? That's, that's a nice Christmas present. Well, yeah, that's, that's the gift that keeps on giving. But, but I know she listened to this, so it, this I'm going to catch hell, So, but fuck it, you only live once. So I'm going to ride her out right now. So she she has this fucking big deal every time I play video games, like because I'm not spending time with her or the kids doing my own thing. So for years, she bitched that I spent too much time playing World of Warcraft and other um, video games. So I'm like, okay. So I've kind of lost interest in that. So on Christmas Day, what does she do? She gives me a brand new Xbox One with the uh, Jedi Fallen Order game preloaded and all this other cool shit that goes along with it. Two controllers and and the whole uh, gambit. So I'm just like, wow, that's really a shock. She's like, did you expect that? I'm like, honestly, no, it's the last fucking thing I'd ever expect to get for a Christmas gift. Not because I, but she did it because she knows I love video games. But I, with all the shit she gives me about playing video games, <laughs> I never would have dreamed she would enable my addiction by saying, here's something brand new that you can spend six to eight hours a day ignoring us and the kids uh, and having fun with. So, Heather, I appreciate the gift. I love you, hon. I have such a beautiful, wonderful wife named Heather. She's just a godsend to me. I appreciate the gift. <laughs> now that I'm done kissing her ass, um, she cooked, <laughs> cooked a, a phenomenal meal. And uh, we got to spend time with uh, her grandmother, who's uh, still living, Nana. Nana's crazy as hell, but she loves me to death. So shout out to Nana. <laughs> I love you, Nana. So, uh, And then I got to talk to my parents on the phone because, of course, they still live in Ohio about 17 hours away. So it was a really good holiday for me. Excellent. And that, that, that video game you're talking about, we'll, you can do a review of that later on. We've got a new feature. Absolutely. That's part of our new feature called Boner or Bomb. Yeah, boner or bomb. If it's a good thing, you get a boner. If it's bad, then it's bomb and it blows up. So that's the whole concept <laughs> of boner or bomb. So look forward. We're, we're going to highlight that here a little later in the show. Definitely. And uh, yeah, my Christmas was great. Like, I, I absolutely love Christmas now because of the kids. Like, you know, when you get to like the age of fucking 21 or something like that, it's kind of just like, yeah, it's Christmas and you get your presents and it's not as exciting. It's lost its magic kind of thing. But now having kids and you'll be able to relate to this Todd it's just it's it's fucking amazing I just oh, absolutely. I don't give a fuck if I don't get anything I just want to watch the kids open what we bought them or what Santa brought them we should say um, yes yeah and, and it was just amazing like it was so much fun just sitting there watching the little faces opening the gifts well, especially with you where you get creative like you know dressing up like the Grinch and oh that right doing all that shit did, did mean, you see that, that Craig know, that was phenomenal no oh, that was great you know so I, I've, I ordered this Grinch mask off the internet. I think I talked about it on the last episode. Anyway, I dressed up and I drove the car around the house. First of all, we were all in the car and we were going somewhere. We were coming home from somewhere. So I dropped them off and I made out like I needed to go to the store and buy something. So I left and I had the Grinch costume in the boot with two boxes, Hall- uh, Halloween, two uh, Christmas Eve boxes with like PJs, hot chocolate, a book, you know, just a few little things for Christmas Eve. So I, I, I parked the car around the corner um, near the playground, Craig, if you, you know where that is. Um, and I, I get like into my costume, like head to toe, fucking. I, I I was the Grinch, as close to Jim Carrey's Grinch as you could get. Like that's what the mask looked like. And I'm walking around with a bag over my back, dressed as a Grinch. And honestly, there was twelve cars beeped the horn at me and waved as I was walking. It's so weird. <laughs> and then like a, a front door opened of a house on our street. They didn't even know it was me. They opened the door and they're like, "Oh, whoa, the Grinch! Oh, we're having a party. Come on in." And I just waved at them, so I wasn't going to speak. 
And they were like, no, no, seriously, we've got food. Like, come, come on in. You know, it's Christmas. Like, we want we want the Grinch at the party. They fucking insisted I went in. I didn't go in. But they, it's just funny, like, you know, I don't get that much attention when I'm me. I was the fucking Grinch, and I, got, I was getting people waving at me. You know, nice-looking women as well. <laughs> Beefing the fucking all <laughs> waving at me. Fucking invited to parties. Like, I should wear that year-round. It was, honestly, it was... I'm oh. doing it again next year. It was so much fun. Fucking amazing. Fucking Grinch became a public figure that day. It's awesome. I'm just imagining what it would be like if you did that over there. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, imagine that. Oh, there's the Grinch, mate. Oh, have you got a Siggy, mate? Oh, guess a fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no way, mate. He's gone green. <laughs> it's not even an exaggeration, Todd. That's what they speak like. Like, this, the fucking the scum of the earth. Um, younger generation, <laughs> that's what they speak like, honestly. Like, the fuck, we call them scallies. The fucking chavs. Like uh, essentially, like UK's hillbillies. That's what they are. Oh, I can relate now. Okay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Not as nice as Dick Johnson, obviously. Like he's he's one in a million, but right. And he's a redneck anyway, so it's different. The people who look at you and smile, and uh, you know, you think, "Wow, you can floss with a fucking shoelace." That's pretty nifty. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> floss with a fucking like, belt. Some of them. Yeah, you got six teeth. They're not all in the front, but hey, man, you, you can chew that meat over time. Just puree that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Excellent. Yeah, so uh, we we figured we before Mike B comes in, we are going to do a couple of couple of our features now. We do have this this new one, and it's essentially, it's, it's a radio station, um, and there's, there's a radio DJ called Elroy McNeil who hosts this radio show. And it's just a talk show, and you know sometimes you'll have a set topic what people call in about, and other times like in this this edition you're going to hear it's just an open hour and people call in, and the guy thinks he's this amazing uh, host, and um, it's it's really funny like if things don't work out the way he wanted to, and and me and Todd work really hard on it. We think you guys are going to like it, so we're going to play uh, the big deal very soon. But before we play that, let's just do a quick top three because we haven't done that for a while, and I said that oh, yes. our, our top three would be. Top three fast food places. So pure fucking junk food. What would you say your top three of all time? Anywhere you've ever had them in the world, even if you've ever done them once, what would you say your top three are? We'll start with Craig. Uh, Number three would just be at the top of the road where I am. I don't know what it is, just the food's nice. Basically, it's the chippy. It's a normal chippy place. Okay, hold on. People don't understand what that is. A chippy is a chi- fish. A fish. Like a fish, fi- fish and chips yep. type place. That's close what I can say. Okay, and what's it called? Uh, you don't know the name of it? I forgot, I forgot. Brilliant. I can, I it's can, one I... of your best of all time. You don't know its name. Well, it's number three, so <laughs> I'd say it's like it's up there, but I've got two good ones. Okay, so what do, what do you get there? Well, we ordered there last night, and I got the, uh, the half-pound duck. Jesus. Half-pound <laughs> duck? That's yeah. a fast food restaurant. They took a fucking duck. It's just like a bit of Chinese. Uh, oh English, man, they don't English do that shit around here. Stuff like that. With the pancakes. Uh, yeah, the, the pancake stuff. You know, the little pancakes, the cucumber, oh, yeah. the soy sauce. I haven't had duck in a long time, and obviously sell it up there. It was like, Hold on, is this in? Is this in Oxton? No, I, I live in I live in Prenton. I know where so. you live, but it's that Oxton's only up the road. It's not there, no. Well, no. All right. So it's about a fifteen-minute walk from there's here. A, there's a, well, so is Oxton. But there's there's a nice uh, there's a nice one in Oxton that's called the Mayflower. No, it's not that. Okay, moving on. Fucking hell. 
Anyway, yeah, the cr- crispy duck is nice. It's it's. Not, I don't think you get it in in America, but it's nice. It's just fucking like shredded duck meat, and then you get like these little pancakes. You put the duck in the pancakes, and then it's more like a t- tortilla, kind of. But it's like a pancake. You call it a pancake. You put them in that, oh. and then you put a little bit of uh, which Craig. There's no way Craig would have this. You put uh, oh, what is it? You put I think it's leeks, like um, shredded well, leeks. Yeah, but it comes with like slices of cucumber as well. Yeah, I fucked, then, the, I fucked the leeks shit off and just had the cucumber. Yeah, I knew you would. And then they put like <laughs> uh, like a, a nice sauce. I don't know what the kind of sauce it is. Hoisin. Duck sauce. Hoisin. Oh yeah. soya. Yeah, it's not soya, mate. No, it's not. It's fucking like hoisin. It's like a thicker sauce. Soy sauce is like what you have with sushi. Anyway, yeah. So I, I, yeah, that's nice, man. Okay, you don't know the name of it, so we can't recommend it to anyone. Fucking hell. Okay, what's your, what's just number two? Uh, it would be Domino's Pizza. Fucking hell, Domino. It is nice, to be fair. It's just expensive. Like the, like the memories that you and me fucking order oh. from there all the time. Right, me and Craig, <laughs> honestly, we used to fucking order. From there and Papa John's, we used to order so much crap with a big oh. bottle of uh, of 7-Up each. And I would literally, I'm not even lying. I'm, no, honestly, this is serious. I should play a clip, actually, one of his songs. We used to, we used to while we were eating, we'd we'd set up like what we've got, what we've got now, a recording setup, and we'd record Craig's burps. So we'd eat all the shit, pizza, fucking chickens, poppers, and uh, and prawn, like a uh, shrimp, like deep fried shrimp, and he'd eat all the shit, and then he'd fucking take a giant fucking gulp of Seven Up, and then he'd go. Yeah, <laughs> fucking like straight for like two minutes, just burp, and then I'd take that burp and I'd insert it into a fucking a, a song that he'd recorded, and he actually recorded a clip. Yeah, well, I might play a clip, but he recorded a version of uh, the crash, the crash test dummies, uh, the um song, and it, it, instead of the chorus where it's mm, mm, we put burp oh, in instead. Yeah, about the burp at the end. Oh, like sick. <laughs> no, like that massive, like the brilliant massive bear. But oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, remember doing, I remember doing that in your bedroom. Like, I let rip of that bear, and your face was like, oh, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, okay. So, Domino's is number two. What's number one? Uh, always be Burger King. I just had that before, actually, Burger King. Why would it... So, what, what do you like there that's so makes it's it number just, one? I don't know. It's always been the chips, um, the burgers, <laughs> the chicken royale. Even the chicken royale in Canada is it it oh, really shit. nice. It's, uh, that's I don't know. It's, I just like the food there. I've always liked the food. Fucking hell. Better than McDonald's. Yeah, in certain ways. Yeah, yeah. 
Todd, top three. Well, I'm going for a, a fast food here. So I thought about a lot of restaurants that I like, but they're not really fast food. If I was had to sit there, order, wait for my food to come. So fast food, I'm thinking drive throughs call in, go pick it up. Um, number three in the greatest pizza outside of uh, the pizza we had at Gino's in Chicago, the deep dish. Um, there's a place called Levant Corner Store here uh, about probably seven minutes from my house just a little convenience store gas station but they cook food they have the greatest fucking pizza uh, i've probably gained like you know 30 pounds and three heart attacks on the way from eating enough of their pizza because the levant corner store is their pizzas to die for and it's a little pricey but it's <clears> worth <throat> every damn penny so that would definitely be my number three nice um number two mcdonald's just because it's quick, and if if I need to lose the weight that I've got from eating the pizza, I'll go to McDonald's, get me a double quarter pounder, large fry, and it'll give me the greasy shits for a day or two, and then I can just cleanse everything out. Fucking hell, two um, days. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so that, that serves a double purpose. And then uh, number one, my all my favorite fast food joint that I hit up almost probably, if not every day, every other day, would be Burger King because I get the bacon king and large fry and the Dr. Pepper with no ice and just set, especially when I'm working because I, where I work, I'm driving around in my truck and sometimes in between jobs, I don't have much time. So I just pull in a Burger King. I walk in. I don't even have to order the food. They just put it in and put my name on it and say, here you go. And it's just because I'm there so much. And uh, so then I just sit in my truck and, and shove a bacon king in my mouth and a bunch of fries while I'm listening to the radio and, uh, and then I'll go into somebody's house like two hours later and fart and like kill their cat. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a phenomenal experience. And then uh, there's a funny story about that one time. I, I went to a, a place and had a tuna fish sandwich. And it was when I was in training. And the guy that was training me is named Paul. And we went into a, a customer's house to fix their cable. And I went into his bedroom where he, his box wasn't working properly. And he, he had a diaper genie there because they had a newborn baby and I farted this fucking uh, like tuna sandwich fart that was god awful I mean it was like peeling the paper <laughs> off the wall and this guy comes in to like talk to me and of course I'm embarrassed because I just shit in his bedroom and I'm like oh my god this guy's gonna be pissed and throw me out and he looks at me and he's like oh my god I'm so sorry that damn diaper genie must not be working I thought it was supposed to work and so all of a sudden I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, it's okay. I got kids. I'm used to it. So he like picks up the diaper genie and like throws it out of the room and is all pissed off at this diaper genie, like stinking up his room. And then my, my trainer comes in and he's telling me, he's like, man, how did you stand that? And I said, well, that was actually, that came from me. And then he got <laughs> like, he went off on me. He was so pissed. He's like, don't you ever shit yourself in a fucking customer's home again? You don't do that. And I'm like, well, apparently I do. Cause I just did. So it's like, <laughs> You you all so got I, you got the worst guts, man. <laughs> smells you did when you were when you were all here. Horrible. Yeah, I'm pretty much thinking if I don't have ass cancer there's something definitely wrong <laughs> down there. <laughs> it is pretty much like creeping fucking death. There's sometimes like I don't even know why people like at the gym. I'll go to the gym and people will like fart and they'll be like, Oh, don't come over here and I'll be like, That's all right, I'll cover it up and I'll let one rip and then people will like they'll leave the room and go to a whole different room to work out. Cause they're like, Jesus, how do you live with yourself? And I'm like, 
Well, you I did don't know, it. I smell it every day. You did it but... in the car with all you had me, me. Well, we were all in the car, and you fucking let one rip. Me and Craig had our heads hanging out the window like dogs. Like, it was just <laughs> vile, man. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's uh, I I honestly don't know what the hell I eat that causes all that, but it's uh, it's obviously I don't eat healthy. Obviously, even though I work out all the time, that's what people say. Man, if you ate healthy, you'd be in great shape. And I'm like, I know, but I'm I'm fat and I'm fucking undisciplined and I like my fast food. So, you know, if a cheeseburger is what makes me kill over dead, then fuck it. I was re- ready to go. So, um, you know, it's, it is what it is. But yeah, that's uh, but Burger King definitely is the number one all time for me, too. OK, so that's your number one. OK, so I'm, I'm going to just get through mine quite quick. And to be honest, this is just the top three right now. I love fast food, so this changes regularly. Um, so we'll go with, uh, no, not really any particular order, we'll go with Dairy Queen. I absolutely love Dairy Queen. It's only like the past like two years I actually started buying the, the burgers and stuff as opposed to just the ice cream. And, and it's so, food. yeah, it's so good. Like the burgers and the fries are really nice. Like very similar to Burger King, actually. Craig, you probably like it there. And uh, yeah, really good. So I'll definitely go with uh, Dairy Queen. And then got to put some chicken in there. So we'll come with Mary Brown's, which is, again, Craig's never had that before, but it's um, it's a Canadian company started in Newfoundland. And it's so much nicer than, than uh, KFC. Um, it's just fresher. Like, it's all done fresh there on the day. I don't know whether KFC is, to be honest, but this is really, really nice. So next time you come down, Todd, we'll have to get it. Um, it's so good. Um, Absolutely. And then my, my other one is a place, and I think Craig did go to this one. This is when I was I had a relationship with a girl in the States um, back in, like, fucking hell, 2006, I think it was, 2005 maybe. And there's a pizza place there in Gettysburg in Pennsylvania. That's It's like a mum and pop one, and it's called Tommy's Pizza. And honest to God, man, I love pizza. And we had amazing pizza in Chicago, but nothing beats Tommy's Pizza. They did a... Um, a chicken ranch pizza. Do you remember going there, Craig? I remember going to a... Was down it like the road. Outside or something? Maybe, but it's down, it's down like the long road from where the house was. Like It's like the first little bit of town you come to. And it's just this... They put these massive pieces... Not massive, but big pieces of chicken on it. And the sauce was ranch. It was ranch dressing, which you wouldn't think would go, but, man, it was so good. Ranch dressing and then your cheese... And just chicken, nothing else, no veggies or anything like that. Just chicken, and it was the best. And I'd I'd love to try it again because it was so good. Maybe one day I'll go back because I'd go back just for the pizza alone. And I follow them on Facebook, and they they are still around. And uh, wow. every time they every time they post photos, man, I'm just like, oh god, I'd love a piece of that. And I've got a friend that still <laughs> lives there, and periodically she will go and she'll get a Tommy's pizza, and I'm so jealous every time I see she's been there. It's so good. So if you if you're ever in that area in Gettysburg. Look it up, Tommy's Pizza. It's the best. Okay, guys, so on that note, we are going to go through to our little uh, comedy skit that we've been working on, which is called The Big Deal. Um, Craig Craig isn't part of this, but maybe he will be one day. Um, this is something we would like to continue doing and doing other things like this as well because me and Todd both have a keen interest in acting, um, especially acting like idiots, which is what you're going to hear <laughs> right now. So, uh, yeah, we hope you like it. This is uh, Get to the Point. Get to the Point with Hello and welcome to Get With A Point with the big deal, Elroy McNeil. It is, uh, it's two minutes past 1am, so it's, uh, it's an important time of the day. 
slash night. And uh, that song that you heard there before the break was, of course, 1982's Dexie's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. And uh, that's a classic song from, uh, from my hometown of Stoke-on-Trent in the UK. And uh, they play at every single wedding, they play that song. In fact, I was there just a month ago and they, they played that song at my friend's wedding, which was uh, unfortunate because the bride's name was Eileen. Anyway, we do have an open hour coming up, Anything Goes. And of course, as you know, this is Cheese FM 98.7, Banger's best music mix. So uh, let's try and keep it lighthearted. It's a little bit of friendly chatter. And uh, I must also stress as well, don't feel nervous. You know, I know some of you when you come on, it's a nerve-wracking speaking to somebody like me of, uh, of my stature. And I don't want that. You know, that you have to understand that I am a normal person just like everybody else. You know, celebrities are no different than the general uh, public. Okay, so we do have a caller on the line who apparently has a very important topic to talk about. Uh, hello, Mort. Are you there? H- hello. Hello. Am I on the air? You, you are, Mort. You are on the air. Um, can, oh. I call, can I call you Morty? No. Okay. Uh, so, what were you uh, what were you calling about? Oh golly gee, I have this huge predicament. I hope that you can help me sort it out. You see, uh, are you familiar? Right now, they got the big uh, Star Wars movie out, and they got the guy in it. Are you familiar with the character Chewbacca? Yes, he is the uh, the, the eight foot tall. Uh, looks like a large dog. Uh, basically, yes, he, yes. Is, he is the big hairy Wookiee character. Y- you familiar with his work? Yes, I am. Uh, I, I, I can't. Uh, I can't recall any of his famous lines that he said from the film. But oh, yes, you know, I, 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 I'm a fan of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yes, yes. Well, I, I'm in a very big predicament now, and I need you to sort this out for me, if you could, please. Well, of course, you I, know, Mort, you know, I must just point out that I, I, I can definitely do that for you. But I do sense a little bit of nervousness in your voice there. Like I said before you came on, don't be nervous. I know it's, it's nerve-wracking speaking to somebody like me, but really, I'm just like you. You know, don't worry about it. You know, just take your time. Just try and pretend there's no one listening. Oh, thank you very much. I'll keep that in my mind when I move forward here. Um, the reason I'm nervous is because I'm a little worked up because I got this friend and he and I have been having this debate. And I was wondering if you could settle it for me, if you could, please. Well, of course, I'm a master debater. so Exactly. That's why I called. And we have big money writing on this. We have $50 writing on this debate. So basically, the, the character Chewbacca, we were having a discussion over dinner, he and I, and I said, well, obviously, uh, Chewbacca is a very, ha- a very large, tall, hairy man. So he must have an enormous schlong on him, like a big hairy man cock. And this fucking guy, he... he, he uh, argues with me and says that that's ridiculous that he, he he there's no way he has a big hairy man and i i say this guy's like seven and a half feet tall he's like a big basketball player the guy must be hung like a midget's arm down there and he just he i just can't reason with this guy so please we have fifty dollars riding on this bet i must know what's your opinion do you think chewbacca's got a big hairy man cock or do you think that it's like a, a modest-sized regular penis? 
Okay, well, it's interesting you say the word penis there more because uh, th that's the word I want you to use. Okay, we, we need to we need to knock off this innuendo. You know, we're all mature here. You know, like like I pointed out before, you know, this is an important slot on the radio. There's a lot of people listening. I don't want anyone offended. So if, if we're going to talk about, you know, the male anatomy, let's stick with the, you know, the proper term, which is, of course, penis. So, um, oh, golly, geez, I'm so sorry. I just get worked no, up no, no, when it no, comes it, to big money. No, no, it, it, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. Uh, uh, my uh, my producer should have uh, sort of talk, talked to you about this before he let you on. So he will be I, reprimanded, but don't he, worry about it. He, he he may have mentioned it, but again, I'm just I'm very worked up no, because I, you know I just hate being argued with when I know that I'm right. How how can a guy the size of Chewbacca have you know he's not packing two inches of swing and fury here? He's he's going to have to have a big Shaquille O'Neal sized penis. I am a fan of Star Trek, but I haven't seen all the films. Uh, anyway, you could probably send an email to uh, George Lucas's team and ask him about this. I'm sure that he would probably have the final answer, you know, to to uh, put to, to rest this uh, this problem that you're having. Um, well, 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 I I I thought that you were some kind of know-it-all and that you knew everything, and so. What, what, I just want your opinion to settle this bet so I can call up my buddy and say, listen to the radio, damn it. Here is what he says, and that's that's the third party, the drop of the gavel there. That's that's the decision. Well, I'm not a know-it-all. I prefer fountain of knowledge if, if you're going to you know, pinpoint uh, titles. But, uh, yeah, I don't know really. I mean, looks like a dot. Maybe he's got a mix of both. Maybe he's, you know... Oh golly! Geez. Well, well endowed, but you know it's more of a. If you could cross an elephant with a dog, maybe it's. I I I, tr I tried to call you to get this debate settled, but I, I guess you're not going to be any help to you. Good day, sir. Well, is, 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 hello, Mort. Hello, I think we've lost him. Is he gone? Is he home? Yeah, we okay. We've lost him. Okay, listen to any future uh, callers. I just want to let you know. That's not the typical kind of call that we expect, okay? So, you know, we're talking about serious, serious things here. You know, we want we want serious topics. You know, if you if there's a book you've read, you wanna you wanna talk to me about the book. Let's talk about the book. You know, you know, any anything literature based, perfect. But you know, anything that's based on you know on sex or crude humor or innuendo, it's not really our bag. Uh, no pun intended there. But uh, you know, we want serious calls only, okay? So. We do have somebody else on the line now. I believe it's a Mr. Suzuki. Are you there, sir? No, no. Suzuki. Am I on the radio? What? Suzuki. No, sir. It's Suki. Su Sorry, I've uh, I've been given the wrong name here. I'll just. So your name is Su Suki? Did you say Suki? Suki. Yeah. Oh. No, no big deal. It's Suki. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay, Suki. So, so what? What's the? What are you calling for, sir? Well, I got this friend, sir, and I've been having this debate with him. And we have this uh, Monty, the money that we put on the table. It's 50 American dollars, so it's good talking big bucks here. So I have this friend. He believes that uh, the character in Star Wars, Chewbacca, are. Oh, this, a, this again. This again. This is unbelievable. What are you talking about? This is the first time I've ever called in. No, I not, not you. No, 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 not you, Suzuki. We just had somebody call in, Mort. It's Suki. Suki. Sorry, Hear Suki. Hear me now, believe me next week. It's Suki. I apologize, sir. Su Suki. We just had somebody call in about the same thing. 
I hoped that you corrected him because he believed that Chewbacca must have a big old hairy mancock. And I said, believe me now, listen to me. There is no way he has a big slinging schlong. Because Penis. if he did, if he did, listen to me now. If he did, you would see it swinging when he was on the Millennium Falcon. You would see it swinging from here to throw whenever he was uh, storming the Death Star. So I said, there's no way. It must be like a little uh, the, the, the little red lipstick uh, poodle noodle. And that it only pops out when he gets excited and he needs to urinate in the woods. Do you like fruit, Suzuki? Fruit? Well, I am not a vegetarian, but yes, I, 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 I like fruit. Okay, so what, what would you say your favorite fruit is? And please don't say Elton John. My favorite fruit? I like a nice ripe tomato. Okay. That tomato is a tomato a fruit? Can we confirm Technically, that? Technically, I believe it is. It grows on a vine. Okay, if anybody out there knows if a tomato is a fruit or a vegetable, please confirm that information because that's something I am pretty stumped on, to be honest. Um, we are getting off topic. I'm no, no, we're, we're not get, we, we are Chewbacca. getting off topic, but there's a reason for that. It, it's garbage. What is garbage? Talking about, you know, dog penises and, and you know, and, and outer space it. mutants. It, it, this isn't the kind of show that I'm dealing with here, Suzuki. Listen this to is me, a, you sir. Know, I, just, just listen to reason for two seconds, please. If Chewbacca had a big old swinging Shaquille O'Neal penis, he would be hitting R2-D2 in the head with his Thor hammer and R2-D2 would be walking by him and he'd be swinging and punking. Oh, so sorry, R2. So sorry. That did not happen. So there is no way he's got this big old swinging hammer. No way. Why is this even a problem? I, I don't understand why you two can't... Why Why can't you just have a fist fight in a car park like two normal men? Where, where's this come a, from? I am, a pac- I am a pacifist. I do not fist fight. This is for big money, $50 American. I need the money. I drive cab way too much. I cannot afford to just throw $50 out the window. What's your favorite vegetable, Suzuki? Why are we having a debate about culinary arts and then fruits and vegetables? I'm trying to settle a, a bet here. But yeah. very, very big money's on the line here. Just, it's a very simple question. Think with your mind now, logically. It's, it's not a simple question, Suzuki. It's a ridiculous question. There's no logic Suki, to it whatsoever. Suki, please. Suki. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not interested in, 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 in any of the space mutant uh, talk. You know, flying dogs and uh, flying saucers with uh, Harrison Ford and, you know, uh, Leonard Neroy, whatever his name was. That is it. This debate is done over. I'm collecting my cash God. my friend. I tell you what, this is a waste of my time. Anybody who calls into this, it's a, a crock of bullshit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Very, very bad man. Very, very bad very, man. Very, I'm not, I tell you, I'm, I'm trying to run a show here. You know, I have people on the line buzzing, waiting to come through, and I've got ridiculous trite being spoke across my airwaves, and I will not tolerate this anymore. If there's anyone else that thinks they're going to call up to talk about Chewbacca's penis, you've got another thing coming. Again, no pun intended. I'm not interested. May your testicles be infested with a thousand camel fleas, you son of a bitch. Right, you. Right, I'm not. I'm not just going to stand to be insulted on my own show. You've been cut off, sir. Okay, so anyway, we're going to move on now. Uh, we do have something. We're going to talk about our DVD club. 
Okay, we do talk That's about right, Didi. Bonnie, did you hear what that man said? About, he's a very bad man. Cut him it off. It was your idea to call into him. And I told you, no, what? he would not know his ass from his elbow. But you said, no, give him a How chance. How is he still talking? Look at this. I swear to Christ. You cut him off. The next time I, told you I, I call into somebody, it better be an actual expert on something. Will you put the phone down, please, Suzuki? We're done. I... I swear to God, I am going to call George Lucas. I am going to get his number off his website, and I am going to have him call my friend Mort and say, Mort, you are a dumb bastard. He has a little poodle noodle. Right, okay, he's gone. Okay, I'm sorry about that, guys. Okay, anyway, our DVD club, That Thing You Do, stars Tom Hanks. Uh, it's a comedy. Uh, oh, my it's God, he's still here. What's, why isn't he cut off? Why do you not listen to me? Nobody listens to me. I guess Suki's on the pay no attention list right Jamie. now. Stir the curry before it burns. I swear to God, he is a bastard. Don't ever listen to him again. Turn his radio show off right now. I think the only way to get rid of him is to go to our next caller. Our next caller is uh, Mr. Dick Johnson. Dick Johnson, are you there? Hey, howdy, hey, Dick Johnson here, baby. How the fuck are you? Can I ask you to watch your language, please, uh, Richard? What? Well, I thought we were on the radio. How can I see myself talk, man? I can only hear me. No, no, we are on the radio, but it's, it's you know, it's 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 11 minutes past 1 a.m. in the morning. You know, there's a lot of Is people listening. Late? Yeah. Man, oh, man, I got busy researching me some Bigfoot stuff. I'm sorry, man. No problem. What is it you're calling about, please? And if it's anything to do with Star Wars, please hang up the phone now. Who? Excellent. What? What's your point? Here's my question. I was at the groin ecologist with BJ the other day, my wife, and I, I was wondering if you could shed some light on something for me. I asked the fella there who was poking around her uh, piss hole. I said, hey, man, let me ask you a question. Why is it that that tool you're inserting them old lady there, why do you call that a speculum and you don't call that a snatula? He didn't have an answer for me. Do, do, do you have the 411 on that for me? It's everything about the anatomies of of, of male and female today. What What is going on? I, I don't well, know. I, I, I know nothing about it. They call it a speculum. I thought it would make much more sense if they called it a snatula. That way, you know, the name of it would always be around on the tip of your tongue. Okay, listen, we're going to go to our, we're going to go to a, a commercial break here because I'm losing the will to live. I knew it was a mistake taking this slot. Anyway, you are listening to Cheese FM 98.7, uh, Banger's best music mix, and this is uh, the Elroy McNeil show. Get to the point. Here's the ads. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see where the drummer from Rush died? Yeah, man, that's uh, yeah, horrible. Oh. He's only sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah, he had brain cancer the last three years. I didn't even know. Me neither. Neil Peart. Yeah, that's how you say his name. Yeah, I would say Peart, but yeah, same thing. Well. See, here's the thing. I, I I called it pert, and then someone like corrected me, so I went on and Googled it. And um, I actually saw an old interview with Geddy <sighs> Lee and Alex Lifeson having a debate on how to properly pronounce his name, and they said it rhymes with ear, 
with a P at the beginning and a T at the end, so it's Peart oh, is the okay. proper pronunciation. So I've been calling him Pert for decades incorrectly. So figuring out he's dead, I at least ought to know how to pronounce his name properly. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got Mike B on the line. Mike? Gentlemen, good evening. I've been saying Pert since 2112, but I uh, got corrected today. So, Todd, was that you, my man? That was me talking about Neil Peart that was uh, finally laid to rest. Oh, the drummer what? of Rush, man. What a sad state of affairs. Sad state of affairs it is. I saw that picture of his drum kit just a few hours ago. Did you guys see that? That's amazing. Yes. That that thing was looked like five people drum kit all put together. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. So, uh, fellas, how's it going tonight? What's happening? Excellent, Mike. You are, you sound so clear, my man. Like it's you're coming through crystal, crystal clear. This yeah. is this is fantastic news for the podcast. Well, like very right in the room. Uh, very <laughs> cool. Well, I, I'll tell you what, lads. I'll have a uh, I'll have a headset next time we chat. I'm on a uh, how can I put this? I'm on a bullshit headset right now, but I'll uh, I'll rectify that shortly. So what what's hey is it 15 fucking degrees below up by you guys? What's going on? It's cold. Yeah, it's uh, actually today wasn't too bad. I think it was plus eight today, so it wasn't too bad. But um, it's <laughs> really gonna, today yeah. here for me it was 57. Nice in Maine. Yeah, it's, all it, the ice melted. Yeah, so now tomorrow of, we're supposed to get freezing rain and it's supposed to be like you, 25 degrees. And yeah, but you guys are in Fahrenheit. But, remember, we're not in Fahrenheit. We're Celsius in Canada. That's true. That's so, true. Whatever plus eight, like what's, plus eight in, what's plus eight in Fahrenheit? I don't know. It was quite warm. Uh, well, 100 it, is boiling, <laughs> and that's 212 normally. So zero is freezing. So plus eight would be carry the two uh, warm. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad at all. It was you could wear your t-shirt today. It was quite nice, but tomorrow it's going to drop and we get freezing rain and shit. It's horrible. Right, it's probably closer to zero tomorrow for you guys. Yeah. So, Mike, how have you been? What what have you been doing? Uh, uh, all is well. I've been uh, I've been juggling uh, chickies, women, ladies, chickies. of uh, <laughs> right, like a lot, uh, an interesting age range, and it's all good, man. The juggling, you know, have a little lunch, have a little dinner. Pumped them full of Chianti, no complaints. Everybody seems to be happy. Nothing serious, fellas. Just, you know, doing my thing, seeing what's happening out there at this point in juncture. Right? Do you make them call you Harvey Weinstein while you're doing it? Ah, uh, <laughs> no, man. Okay. No, I, okay. no, no, no. I, you, you'd, have to, you'd have to get to some point in the conversation to have them calling you Harvey. I mean, you know, right? Hanging your oh, dick out of quit, uh, quit, the hotel blow or something, right? <laughs> guys i don't know what we were thinking about doing right now but i i ended up seeing star wars twice which is fantastic right yeah because i dragged my mother in 1977 to four of the seven times i saw the original when i was seven and uh so my older daughter wanted to see it twice within like three days i'm like all right fuck it so all my buddies who wanted to go see it i said you dicks have to go now because i'm not seeing it three times at the theater that I'm aware of, right? So I take the take the big goose, and she fucking loved it. It was fantastic. I loved it. I saw it in 3D the first time. Have you guys seen it at least once? What's happening? Yeah, it's Hell amazing. Yeah, I loved it. it. I, I my, my view on it is that it was a perfect way to end the whole thing. I just loved it. It was so good. I fully agree with every word you just said, every syllable. I mean, it blew me away because, I mean, you've seen the progression from, you know, from the first one, then they went back and all that, and it's all good. But this was... Fucking A, right at your juggler, you know what I mean? Taking you out, making you think about things a little bit. And that's good for a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Craig, did you like it? 
never seen it. I went until it comes out on DVD. Oh, DVD? Oh. Fucking hell. Well, I, I have all the others on DVD, so I'm just kind of cracking them. Yeah, but it's a whole different experience <laughs> when you're on the big screen seeing it. I, I tell you, I saw the original Star Wars in a drive-in theater Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the backseat of my parents' car in 1977, and I still remember that to the day, and I was three years old. So that wow. tells you what kind of a fucking Im- impression Star Wars on a big screen leaves with a fella. Well, Todd, I concur. Let me throw let me throw this at you. For some reason, about a month ago, I ended up watching uh, the, the, the original Star Trek movie, the first one, right? Oh, yeah. the motion Shite. picture, yeah. Yeah, when I was nine, it was, <laughs> when I was whatever, whenever the fuck it came out. I was 78, like, oh, 79, I think. Yeah, right. It's like, all right, this is sort of cool. But then you watch it now, and it was, I mean, not... A, a billion miles behind what what George Lucas did with with the first Star Wars, you know what I mean? Right, right. It was it's Star good Trek like that. shit anyway, though. Well, on a side note, Wrath of Khan, uh, Star Trek Two, the best Star Trek movie of, that they ever made. Yeah, I can't argue against that. I I think I only saw him once, and I mean when I was young, all all the way through. But I certainly remember that one. Someone was yelling Khan at the end, correct? Yeah, yeah. Ricardo Montalban <laughs> brings back his Khan, right. yeah, his Khan character. Space William balls. Shatner had his his famous Shatner moment of overselling the the drama. But yeah, yeah it was it was a good movie. Not That's one of the, the whole franchise. Not as good as Spaceballs. Well, <laughs> yeah. I, you can't compare the Schwartz and yogurt to anything else. I mean, it stands alone. Yeah, exactly. I have to admit, I'm sorry if I just interrupted. Oh, it's I, all right. I have to tell you, I've never seen uh, Spaceballs. Did you say Mel Brooks, who's who's my my favorite? Yeah. This is World Part One's top, I think, oh. comic for me, right? That's epic, and, yeah. But I've never seen Spaceballs. Oh, you got to see it, man! If you, if you love Star Wars, Spaceballs is is a must. Okay. Rick Moranis playing Dark yeah. Helmet. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, you know, legendary. I, I, I could probably locate that tonight. That's fantastic. Oh shit! So. Yeah, you got you got to you got to do it, man. It's a must. Right. Cool. All right, gentlemen, let, let, let me throw this at you also. I mentioned the, the, the ladies earlier. So one's 39 and one's 55, right? Wow. And I generally don't go to the bullpen. You know what I'm saying? Younger chicks seem to work out more frequently than not. Uh, but that's quite a spread, man. That's 16 years and, you know, right? Lunch with one, dinner with the next in close proximity. Uh, wow. I just I just shut the fuck up and let them talk. It's been going great. Ballsy, man. Oh, and they know about each other. Why not? Are you kidding me? What? Fucking a! Come on, man. I got to shoot Holy. straight with this. It's less bullshit. Craig, are you with <laughs> me? Craig, are you? <laughs> are you with? Wow. Uh, listen, I'm trying to get some trim, and I'm taking a gal out who's my, my senior to some degree. I'd like to say I'm in my forties, um, bar- barely, but I'm hanging in here. Right, so and then and then there's a younger chick who's uh, 39, and she's quite juggalicious, as I like to say, and uh, they're both cool. So I take them both out a little bit. Nothing serious, man. I've got Netflix responsibilities to watch and bowling to do. You know what I mean, my man? Well, yeah. yeah. It sounds like you're doing a seven ten <laughs> split, talking bowling, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> right, man. Serious. Pick up the side pen. Love it, Todd. I bowled probably. <laughs> First of all, I had like 30, 25 years after I, I've seen my bowling ball, right, for the last time, I ended up getting a new one that's Rocky Balboa colors. You can appreciate this, I would have. Oh, hell right? yeah. Yeah, there's a little silver in there because they don't make a regular bo- fucking bowling ball anymore. Can't get a black bowling ball, really, without some effort that I didn't feel like fucking with. So 
They make these squirrel bowling balls, right? You know what I'm talking about. Everyone's oh, got yeah. to have a squirrel at this point. So, and, and how about this? Guys, in metric, I don't know what the fuck a 16-pound bowling ball is. I'm going to learn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research tonight. I'm, I'm shit you not because I want to talk a little metric with you guys next time we chat, all right? Sounds but, like fun. Yeah, it, uh, it will be because I've lost. I, I think Todd's lost, too, based on our prior conversation. It's 2.3 kilograms per pound, I believe. So 16 pounds, you know, times 2.3, and that's how many kilograms you're talking. I got you. Listen, I can <laughs> I can do a little <laughs> gram work, if you know what I mean, from back <laughs> in the day. On the, on the green side of things, I like to, you know, say. Well, Which, I, by I, the I way... I've been late about being a long time since you've seen your bowling ball. I ain't seen mine in a while, but that's because I haven't done setups. So... <laughs> I, figure, I figure once I do a diet, you know, I'll be able to see my bowling ball on the pin again. Oh. So. Well, there you go. That's good. So I'm bowling, I'm bowling between 130 and 150. I'm, throw, I'm, I'm throwing spares and strikes, but I'm not doing them back to back, and I'm getting fucked on my scores. I feel I want to talk to somebody about the scoring system. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, right? yeah. I just go to uh -huh. the lanes that have the electronic scoring system. That way I don't have to think about it. Uh, I know, but then you can't warm up. I need to warm up, man. I need. I want two fucking frames before I even think about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, they fuck you around with the electronic things. They do. Um, oh, that's right, true. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, I get it. It's so, but they're not. Listen, I, I look at it like this. They're charging me $2.50 American to bowl a game, and that's that's nothing. That's a That's a... 20 ounce water guys i believe i meant to say one liter or a half a liter sounds i'm working right. on it already <laughs> <laughs> so all right can you tell us the story tell us what happened on december 30th 1999 okay sure uh i was at uh an italian uh, restaurant type lounge deal drinking jack daniels with my buds and uh we drank quite a bit, and then we went to the local tavern called the Tender Trap, and for years I thought they were talking about girls' uh, clams or whatever, you know, <laughs> added if you need to, right? They were Beard not. Clam. They were hey, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about a Frank Sinatra movie from 1959 or so, right? Oh. And, and so we get there, we continue to drink whiskey. We were, me and all my boys were between... 29 and 31. There are five of us, one, plus one bystander, innocent bystander. He was out for the ride, good friend of ours. These younger punks started fucking with my buddy Jeffrey, and we got him out of there because uh, are you familiar with the, the DEFCON, the U.S. Air Force DEFCON 5 through 1, as far as nuclear readiness goes? Yes. Well, we have a DEFCON system over the years, and... <laughs> I'm fucking serious. You get to Jeffcon too. You've got to get that motherfucker out of wherever you are. Now he's about six two and a half. He's got meat hooks, thick wrists. Fuck yep. No chance of beating him in arm wrestling. And uh, he's right. So we get him out of there. We're almost to the vehicles, and he says, "I got to go back in." And we're like, "Motherfucker!" So <laughs> we all right. We're it's these guys. These younger dudes are fucked. There's like five six of them. A couple more of them than there were of us. But we beat their asses so bad for like 15, 20 minutes. The bouncers didn't have a chance. These are friends of ours, right? The manager wasn't there. We some okay, there's two there's two things you can call me to get me to punch you in the mouth. Even now, right? You call me a fat ass because I'm a little chubby. I'm working on it, right? And this kid did. 
And my, we were beating his friend's ass at this point. I'm like, come on, I wasn't even fighting this guy. So I didn't say anything to him, and I didn't have time to hit him, but I saw him 10 minutes later, and he was looking out the window of the bar. It's a glass door that was painted except for eye level, so the bouncers could see out. Two doors, left and right. This fucking asshole calls me a fat ass. Then 10 minutes later, the fight's sort of over, and he's looking out the front window. I grab him by, I, I swear to God on a stack of Bibles, I grab him by the back of the head, and I smashed his fucking face into the glass. Now, I know this glass because I've gotten thrown into this door. It wasn't going to break, right? I wasn't trying to kill him at all, but fuck him with that. So I smashed his face into the glass, and he was him and two of his buddies got taken. This is There's going to be an end to the story. It's very soon. Three of these assholes got taken to the hospital in an ambulance, and me and my buddies and our good friend, the bystander, we sit down with the bouncers, the cops come and bitch us out because we know all these cops because my buddy's dad and a couple of the guys, maybe they know a couple of guys who do a little gambling and all that shit in my neck of the woods, right? So we know these <laughs> fucking cops. I'm serious, and they're great, but they still bitch us out for fucking around. They're like, you're too old to be beating these assholes up. So they leave. We're sitting down with the bouncers. We're drinking beers on the house. They close the fucking bar three hours early. This We probably cost this guy $10,000 in business that night. You know what I mean? Because he closed <laughs> three hours early. I'm not kidding you. But we know that Damn. guy, too. We go to his Christmas party sometimes. It's okay. And I'm telling you, my buddies used to bounce there. And fucking, okay. So my friend, the bystander, looks at us, and he says, let me get this straight. We just stormed in here, beat the ever-living fuck out of those youngsters. And they closed the bar. We're sitting here drinking beer on the house, and the cops just... The cops didn't make us leave, and we said, fucking A, welcome to Chicago Heights, my man, right? And that's it. I'm serious. And that's the end of the story. And that's the last time I got in a proper fist fight. And that's the truth. I mean, I punched a couple fuckers, but that's the last fist fight. Fucking cool hand, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, listen, man. Fucking De Niro and Pesci over here. Hey, Hey, you want to fucking tap dance? Come here. Now go get your shine. And I've said those words. Go get your shine box in that bar to some other asshole named the Duke. He's got a good nickname. Not the Duke like John Wayne. Just fuck it. Just Dukey, that asshole. He's trying to right. tell you about a club that doesn't exist, but he can get you in. This fucking guy, okay? So so you <laughs> so were saying you were saying sorry, there that one of your one of the things you really hate is people saying that you you know, you calling your fat ass, basically. Uh, um, no, wait, is it fat? Yeah, fat ass. That's a trigger word. Yeah. There's this one and another one, but we're not going to go into that one right now because I don't want my blood pressure to grow up. Okay, I was curious about that. but um, oh, It's quite the tease. That's like saying yeah. that, you know, two broads, one got big tits and the other one is better. And then you say, what makes you better? You say, oh, I can't talk about that. I don't want to get any wood. Like, come on, man. You, you can't tease us with that and then not deliver. A buddy of mine, a good buddy of mine, who's about fucking... <laughs> Five five. Not that I have a problem with that, but he's got five eight on his driver's license. I want to punch him in the fucking face just for that, right? <laughs> he, he like I'm serious. He's maybe five five, maybe fucking asshole five eight. Are you kidding me? Okay, so he generally likes to call me a word for my African American friends that I don't use, okay. right? Yeah, but he'll oh, call me that. And then I, I fucking punch him off a bar stool at his house and my house about once every two years. Okay, so you can't call me fat ass and you can't call me the N-word. So, now, he can't. Okay, some well, of my, right. Some of my buddies well, that's, that's can. That's fair. My friends who come to my home who are good friends of mine, my black buddies, if they want to, they may. I don't reciprocate, but my little buddy can't say it because I, I have. I punched him off a bar stool three or four times over the years, right? <laughs> well, that's just because of the little man syndrome, you know. I don't know what it is, but 
that's one thing that guys like to lie about their height because I'm six foot. I'm 70, <laughs> 72 inches on the dot. Yeah. And I'll good. have guys come up to me and go, what are you like, six five? What? And I go, and I go, no, I'm six foot. Oh, you can't be because I know I'm six yeah. one and I'm like staring at the top yeah. of their head. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. you're five seven if, if you're standing on the, on a still. Like, yeah. don't, don't lie about your height. You, you shouldn't. Know? <laughs> You know, so, so right. uh, what's what's the deal with you and Eddie Dangerfield? Of course, Eddie is one of our other listeners, and you two, sure. you two seem to always go at it with each other. And uh, I've noticed he's fucking he's had little digs at your weight, and he always digs at his own weight as well, which I find well, crazy. He, but well, well, here's what's amusing to me is I don't I don't recall provoking him or at any <laughs> point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I look back six months, all right, I have no recollection of of. A what's what am I looking for? It's a Hatfield and McCoy thing, Todd. Help me out here. You know what I mean? Oh, I I, what, I, I yes, because we're battling a little bit, which is which is crazy because I don't because generally I will reciprocate and clearly that's what I've done after like the fifth fucking time that I realized he was taking shots at me. I went, oh, okay, <laughs> I you want to play? Let's play. But and it's fine and I love it and it's good. I'm honing my skills. I can't wait to beat the motherfucker. I'm gonna punch him into the throat a little bit. I'm gonna twenty percenter. To wake him up a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. el, el, el Chapo. El, I'm working on my Spanish. El Chapo. I'll give him the karate to the Adam's apple. Yeah. <laughs> I, used to, I used to work out and train with this old guy. He was 61 years old, but he was like the biggest badass. You get in the ring and spar with him. Oh, and boy. the worst part was, as long as you like, you know, went at him respectfully, he wouldn't hurt you. But as soon as some of the young guys would get in the ring with him and try to like hurt him, he'd step back and say, you better turn the heat down. Yeah. And that that was their one warning. And then when they didn't, next thing you know, not only would he knock their ass out, yeah. and then he'd wait for them to wake up, and he'd set them on the, on the uh, stool in the mm -hmm. corner, and then he would explain to them why he kicked their ass. So I'm like, not only was it like a, a punch to your ego that you just got your ass knocked out by a 61-year-old man, now he's sitting there and explaining to you why you got your oh, ass sure. knocked out. So it's like that was just adding that little salt on the wound there, I always thought. Oh, well, it is because, hey, have you guys ever taken a boxing lesson, any of you, no, my friends? Do I look like yeah, I've ever had a boxing I, I lesson? I've for seven years, so. <laughs> I, I boxed and kickboxed for seven years. So, oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Let, let's, yeah, I want to pick that up at some point, man. Gav, uh, Craig, any, with the boxing lessons, man? Well, so kind of. He, he, boxing, he, he did work boxing day. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I get it. I, you know, I wanted to contact you guys. I wasn't sure if there's a card for that. <laughs> I did. I thought about you. Boxing Day. Fuck's sakes. Hey, Todd, do they yeah. have Swedish Day in your neck of the woods? Swedish Day? No, not Swedish Day. Swedish. Swedish. Like Valentine's Day for your sweetie. Oh, Swedish Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, another reason for Hallmark to, <laughs> What's yeah, Swedish well, Day? Just what All the fuck's right. Swedish day? You just listen to listen to Abbott and drive to Ikea. Yeah, you eat meatballs and fucking have a dance. You know, it's great. Listen to Lawrence Welk and watch Berlin Station. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the fuck. But I don't even know what I meant by that exactly. But yeah, hey, it's you guys right. see, hey, did you, hey, did you see Berlin Station on the Epics Network down here? It was probably up there, uh, up by you somewhere, Gav. Todd, no. you know what I'm no. talking about? Uh, I'm sending it. Drawing hey. a blank. All right, well, how about this? Uh, the Night Manager, the John Le Carré series they did with uh, what should be our next uh, James Bond, I would think. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, I'm pulling for him, right? Oh, no. That... Be shit, it's James Bond. It should be Edris Elba. Who, now, who's that? What? He's black. How do you have a black James Bond? 
Oh, that fellow. Yeah, but you know what? Right, okay. I was always, I always said the same. Address help. No, you're thinking about. No, let's not even go down that road. But no, Address Alba would be amazing as James Bond. If you've ever seen Luther, his TV show, Luther. It's a it's a British TV show like about this like um, backward cop basically. It's amazing. It's so good, and he would be okay. so good as James Bond. All right, I'll poke around. I'll, I'll check that. Hey, well, right, you know, but it's kind of like the Bonnie and Clyde movie they made <laughs> recently. With that, that's a black story, and then people were complaining that they made Bonnie and Clyde black, and then people were jumping on the bandwagon and saying, "Why do they always got to be white in all these movies?" And it's like because. Bonnie and Clyde were white. Yes, like, they were. Well, they, yeah, when it's based on real people, then it sh- they, right. they should, you know, obviously for the purposes of it being like genuine, then it should be. Right. But, I wouldn't but make James a Martin Bond Luther is... King movie and make the guy Swedish. You know, again, it's <laughs> Swedish. He's, he's historically the... African American, so I, I would stick with the script. You know, just he saying. Could, he could be uh, the king of Sweden. Right, but here's right. the thing. You got to be careful calling people African American because I, I met a Jamaican guy one time and I was yeah. trying to be politically correct and I called him African American and he oh, lost his out. shit on me. He was like, "I'm Jamaican man, I got nothing to do with fucking Africa." And I'm yeah, like, "That's like me getting pissed dude, if someone calling me Australian." Politically no. correct, like you know, it's like. But again, he. I just thought I was being polite, and he lost his shit. Said, so "I got nothing to do with them bastards, man. Don't t- don't call me that." And I'm like, nice. "Okay, what do you want me to call you?" Like, he's like. What about my name, Jeff? And I'm like, well, if I knew your fucking name was Jeff, I'd say, hey, Jeff, but I don't know your name, so I'm sorry. Well, that was so. like me the other day. Somebody said to me, oh, it's about all those fires, isn't it? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, is your parents' house safe? And I said, well, I fucking hope so, because it's in England. And he goes, oh, are you English? <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm a fucking Australian. <laughs> Jesus. If it jumps the ocean, that's a hell of a fire. It's hard to tell when you look at someone where they're from. I can't, I can't distinguish a Chinese person from a, a Japanese person. Uh, you know, I can't, I can't do that. I don't fucking know. Right. You know, it's, it's hard to tell. We're all people. Who gives a fuck? You get it wrong. E- tell me where you're exactly. from. Exactly. I'll remember exactly. for next time. But, you know, simple. Craig, what do you think uh, about exactly. race? Doesn't doesn't mean anything to me, race of whatever. You don't you don't see colour, do you? No. <laughs> there you go. There's Craig's view on there on race. Anyway, we're gonna wow. move. <laughs> we're should, gonna move should, on now. He should do a next uh, speech at the UN or something. That's great. <laughs> Craig, if, Craig, if you do the speech at the UN, I want to go with. We'll get separate rooms. I'll flip. It's all good. We'll talk some shit. Get an espresso. <laughs> elbows with some leaders, it'll be great. Find, right. find some hey, chickies. Uh, well, that goes without saying. Uh, and, you, uh, hey, listen, I had a situation with the older one the other day, and I can't remember. We were having breakfast. It was she yesterday. lost her teeth. Well, it's fucking that's funny, and that's not what I was thinking. Here's the thing. Okay, I, I, this is what I'm going to say, Todd, and this will be a tease a bit, but I can't say the name of the band. She informs okay. me that she dated the name. I'll tell you later, and then you can tell these guys, all right? Okay, okay. sounds say good. It. Yes, she dated um, uh, the lead singer of a band who is no longer with us, who's big as fuck, uh, but, you know, uh, Chili Pepper days, you know, those guys, single soundtrack days, give or take. I can't think if they're on single soundtrack. They probably are. I'll give you that much, but I get this information. I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. And she told me she kissed, uh, she kissed another rocker guy. And I'm like, oh, well, fucking, and I believe her because I went to L.A. three times with my bro's band, 2002, three and four, for the Motley Crue Fest, and it was it was tits. They uh, they headlined. We they went. It was uh, the Viper Room, 
Friday night to warm up. And I got to tell you something. I don't know if you guys have been to the Viper Room. It, there's only room for like 150 people, right? So, I mean, there were like Playboy-type models trying to get in with the bouncers telling them to fuck off. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, no fucking way. If I wasn't with, with the band who was playing there that night, no way I'm getting in under any set of circuit. I could have been there with you, Hefner, and I wouldn't have gotten in. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Not, yeah. Right. Okay, so then the whiskey, and I've never been to whiskey before 2002, been to L.A. and Hollywood, but not there, but and not with the band, friends of mine. What the fuck? It was crazy. And then the third year, uh, they played the Rainbow, and that was pretty cool, too, man. I was thinking about fucking uh, Cheech and Chong's Up in Smoke, Alice Bowie, right? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, right? And I'm watching my buddies up there fucking uh, playing. It was cool. So uh, here's my question to you, since I now I know your fighting background, which I should have yep. known before if I think about it. Uh, boxer versus uh, the karate guy, both equally, you know, about, you know, figure same weight, same skill level. What would you say normally happens? Boxer would kick the shit out of a karate guy. Yeah, see, that's what my the guy who taught me a couple of things. No footwork that I remember, but I got a pretty good fucking left jab, and I can keep my, I can protect myself, you know, right? Well, here's and, here's the difference. Yeah. Most karate people that I I because I used to date a girl whose father was a black belt in karate, and I sparred with him one time in the backyard. And he, <laughs> said he, he said he had enough after I slapped him across the face because yeah. the way they train a lot of the people, <laughs> at least where I was yeah. living. In the Shotokan Karate, they believe in the old Bruce Lee one-punch, one death punch there. They throw yeah. one punch, and they expect you to drop. Right. So when they hit you and you don't, and you swing back, and then you actually make contact, right. then it stuns them. They're like, what? You're not supposed to hit me. I block air and I break boards. You don't, I don't get hit. And I'm like, well, sorry, you're getting hit today. So yeah, it's like, today. you know, so it, it's a whole different fucking ball game. Most guys, okay. when I started learning how to fight i was in a ring sparring getting a shit kicked out of me oh, yeah. i looked at the guy and i said man you need to take it easy on me and he said you want me to quit hitting you i said yeah and he goes then make me and he kept beating the shit out of me so i was like right. well i better learn how to fight yeah if i don't want to yeah. get hit <laughs> yeah it's, it's such a good theory man i like it okay i, yeah, I, remember, this. I remember what i was gonna say i i told this <laughs> there's a third girl in play but i don't want to bring her up okay but i told the older chick because i'm not pursuing this the elder i call her her name, then the elder. You know what I'm saying? Let's say her name was Suzanne. I say Suzanne the elder. So I'm okay. telling her that I might have to kick this guy's ass, the other girl I'm not going to bring up at this point. Uh, and she's like, no, you don't. I said, no, you don't understand. I might have to. This guy might come over to my house. And if he comes to the house, he's going to want to fucking fight. And then I'm going to kick his ass real quick. I don't want to fight like a long time in front of my neighbors. Plus, I bowled four games yesterday, and my fucking knee hurts, for fuck's sake. I can't. You know what I mean? I want <laughs> right. to dispense with this asshole quickly, and I can do it. I know how to do it. And she's looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. And like every other chickie I've taken out, which are all younger, which is, you know, what the fuck, why not? Um, when I say I'm going to kick some dude's ass because I'm toying with his girlfriend, potentially... Uh, I will kick his ass. And this lady's looking at me like, mm, no. And I'm like, fuck off. What are you talking about? Sit down. You know what I mean? But I'm just trying to figure out why all the younger ones understand that comment, that that fact, and, and the older one didn't. What do you do? You know? Well, well, because because the younger ones still have some fight in them, and, and they like <laughs> it when guys fight about them because it gets them all charged up. The older <laughs> ones... The older ones are like over that and they're past they're like, Oh, you're you're too old. Why do you need to fight? There's so much you know, and it's like, hey, you know, you don't understand this benefits you because I get in a good fight and it gets the adrenaline pumping and That's, the testosterone pumping. Uh, I'm gonna take it out on you later. Like without, you know, it's like yes. in, in a good way. Not I don't I don't oh, uh, advocate abuse of women, but oh, I'm just saying you, you, you know, you, you slap their uh 
they're putting around a little bit, you know, that's, a, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, you know, so <laughs> we need to move on. Yeah. <laughs> We talked fighting. We talked nice segue. I like that. that segue. He must have wrote for Johnny Carson. What did you say, Greg? <laughs> I love it. What did, what did right, you say? Listen, besides Boxing Day, what else do we have on the calendar we need to know about Todd? Greg, Knight? What, what did you say, mate? So we need to move on. I see. <laughs> In that sense of the word. All right, I'm going to fuck off the rest of the evening. See, see, now I'm all charged up and I'm ready for my workout tomorrow morning. We got talking oh. about all this fight and adrenaline pumping, so no, I'm well, looking like, forward to my 8 a.m. workout. With the respect I, of Craig, it's really late where he is. That's why he's saying move on, because it's like it's gone, like, what time is it, Craig? It went, went, went 20 to 2. Wow. <laughs> okay. So we bats in the belfry have uh, retired for the night. Craig's got to go. We've got one more feature to do very quickly, and it's called Boner or Bomb. And this is where we review something, and Todd is going to review it for us. So, Mike, feel free to join in if you know what he's talking about. Todd, Certainly. what is this product? What is it we're talking about? Well, again, I touched on it earlier, my, my Christmas gift, the Xbox One and the release of the new Star Wars Fallen uh, Jedi game uh, came with, and I've been playing that now since Christmas Day. And i got to tell you, um, it starts off, but it's basically... At least from the part I've done is the story mode, um, where you're playing this character that uh, you're kind of stranded and, and you're trying to find your way off this uh, this ship and and it's kind of confusing at first, but then it's you got this like uh, buddy that follows you around and kind of leads you to where you need to go and drop hints of what you need to do in the game. Um, basically, all I have to say about it right now because I'm not too far into it because I've been working a lot and haven't had a chance to play a lot of it. It's a really challenging, hard game, but if you're uh, accustomed to playing video games a lot and you have certain like theories uh, of, or experiences of saying, okay, uh, if I go over here and try to jump on this, I want to see if there's like a ladder here or someplace I can climb because it looks like something interesting here. You, it's easy to figure out once you kind of learn the lay of the land and stuff. Um, and then once you start getting into it and the story unfolds, then you start saying, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. And, and it's, uh, it, it's turning into a pretty, uh, good story so far. So just, just to kind of wrap it up quickly, um, if it's a boner or a bomb, I'd say as of right now, uh, give it to Viagra. It's a boner. <laughs> nice. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's a game I want to get. Have you played it, Craig? No. For fuck's sake. Well, that Star Wars game, I didn't really play it. was ba uh, fucking Battlefront. <laughs> well, Jesus. Battlefront was a long time ago. <clears throat> but, you know, it was a decent game. Knights of the Old Republic was still, hands down, my favorite Star Wars game that they've ever came out with. But Yeah. Yeah, there's some good ones. But, but this new one is uh, kind of a different take on it, and so far from what I've got into it, um, it's 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 keeping me uh, interested enough to keep wanting to deal with all the times I think, oh, I should jump here, and then I fall to my death and go, nope, not that. And then so I keep trying different things until I unlock something, and then I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's definitely engaging and good enough to to keep the storyline going. So it's 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 worth picking up and giving it a try. Excellent. I'm going to try. When did you last play a game on your Xbox? 
Me? Fucking hell. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> like last time I played with you. That's how long ago. It's been fucking ages. Christ, what was that, like this. two years ago? It's over a year ago now. It's, I've, I've been doing this. I cancelled my Xbox Live. I wasn't using it. Wasn't wasn't getting no. any, any worth out of it. So the podcast takes up all the time and uh, all the spare time I've got. So anyway, we should wrap it up because we've been going for a long time now. But I want final thoughts from everyone, and we're going to start with uh, Mr. Michael Forte. If he's okay. got some final uh, thoughts, gentlemen, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Truly, uh, I've got one thing to say, just in general. Uh, I'm on the cardio. I've got a badass trek that I'm working in uh, in a bike trainer. And I'm lifting weights with the dumbbells on a incline, decline, and flat bench. So when I meet Dangerfield, uh, I'm going to punch him in the nuts. But I love the guy, theoretically, <laughs> in a hetero way. All right? Uh, I, I'm serious. I'm working hard at this bullshit. So, all right. It was great. I hope we get to do it again soon. And uh, wish you the best. Happy New Year. It's been, a, it's been a jam, as always. We got to talk music next time. Definitely. Come back on again soon. I sure Absolutely. Will. All right, fellas. Great, great talking to you. I'm out. Ciao, ciao. Awesome, man. Take All care, right. Mike. Bye. That guy always brings a, a certain energy to the podcast that I just fucking love. He's, he's like a whirlwind of craziness, and it's, but it's almost like it's a controlled it's like, chaos. So I love it. It's like picking Wes and putting it a different way. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a... Uh, yeah, he's just. I think what Craig means is he's just crazy. He's got a, like he's he's um, he's eccentric. He's right, got like very a, energetic, rambunctious. Yeah, talking and it's just rapid fire, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but I like that. Imagine yeah. him and Wes together, Jesus. And Lock, they get on well. Lock. They they do get on well together, but I don't think I could have them on together at the same time because <laughs> I don't think my computers could handle it. I think they just start fucking going on. Start smoking. I don't think my nerves could handle it. I'd have to take like a fucking handful of Xanax before that. <laughs> uh, we we'll won't be able to butt in saying that we need to move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'd be no gap in the conversation to do that. Anyway, guys, I, I honestly like. Um, I thought this was a really good episode. Anybody that's listened, we'd love some feedback, especially on our on our feature there, the the, uh, the big deal. If you've got any feedback, let us know. Um, anyway, guys, thanks very much for listening to us. And um, we do have a Patreon page, so if you do want to help us along a little bit, you can go to patreon.com forward slash majors mess hall, and uh, the information will all be there. You donate what you can, and it all goes towards the podcast. Um, and that is like you know hostage fees, and um, the website is something else we have to pay for, and of course um, the replenishment of broken equipment, which is happening all the time. Um, it all stays within within the uh, the podcast. So um, and everybody that is. Uh, a patron of ours thank you very much um you mean so much to us um and yeah we're gonna go now and we will be back again in a couple of weeks time with episode 111 and uh yeah we're looking forward to it so give us the feedback guys it means a lot to us and those are my final thoughts craig i haven't got one todd <laughs> my only final thought is it's been a, it's been an awesome kickoff to a new year i'm looking forward to to figuring out all the new shit that we're doing and and hoping you guys are on board with it and love it as much as we're going to love doing it for you um with the, make sure you help us out with the networking on the social media if you see the the memes that we share on our page like it share it hashtag it so that it, someone else can just google shit and pick it up and be like oh what's this and and share it and get our name out there invite all your friends to like our page uh keep up with the love and support that we appreciate and, and again looking forward to talking to some of you in the upcoming months and in the upcoming year and uh, just sharing the love man it's great 
Take it easy, guys. See you next time. Bye.